Hi, thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Daniel, and we have been talking about a heated topic, um, which is subsidized foods. You know, how many of you know about subsidized foods, what they are, what that even means, and how that affects you, your purchases, and your health? Anyway, how are you this week, Daniel? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Jennifer? I am fine. I've had a really busy week, um, but I, you know, I don't remember what sparked this conversation, but I'm really curious to see what our followers and listeners think about this. Um, yeah, so we have, I call it a problem. We have a problem here um, where we subsidize foods that are not healthy, um, like corn and soy, grains, um, grains, foods that are grown for animal feed, um, a lot of our ag, uh, meats even, and mostly it's corn, corn and soy, right? Um, I'm thinking of high fructose corn syrup, all the corn process, processed foods. You know, when you go to the grocery store, almost everything we pick up has corn in it. And none of them are healthy. You know, if it's in a box or bag, it's not healthy, but it's most likely cheap and contains corn because it's all subsidized. Um, and who buys these foods? Well, everybody pretty much, unless they know to eat healthier. But when you look at people's shopping carts, it's all boxes and bags, and it's all foods made from these subsidized foods. So it's like our government is encouraging people to buy, of course they are, because then that increases the demand, which lowers the prices. And it's really only a win-win for the government. Yeah, everybody else is losing. My grandmother, my grandmother, she's dead now, but she was uh, poor and she was living in um, assist, you know, the uh, the government housing. Mm -hmm. And she was getting some of these foods. I remember government cheese. She was always getting this government cheese. And she was overweight and type two diabetic. And nobody was telling her, hey, it's those foods. And she was also she didn't understand, you know, right. It's just not right. And these, these people, they have a lower income and they're getting sick off of these foods. Then they have to go to the doctor and get on medication they can't afford. And nobody's telling them, you know, it's the garbage food. And right. <clears throat> right. And in my own experience, I, I volunteered at the food bank. And a lot of people in the food bank, they're very, they're unhealthy and they don't have a lot of money. They're on fixed incomes. And we get, I don't, I'm not there anymore, but they had this list where that, that they would check off that the government would let them give out these certain foods, these certain foods, and these certain foods. And it was all things in boxes and bags and meat and cheese and dairy. Sometimes there'd be, uh, there was a lot of dairy, which is cheese. Um, and we'd go through the list and, you know, where are the healthy foods? You know, we're giving these people, we're giving them food because they're hungry and they don't have money to go buy their own food, but we're giving them crap. Like it would even be bags of chips. It would be boxes of crackers. It was, there was nothing healthy, you know, instant oatmeal, which people think oatmeal, oh, that's healthy. Instant oatmeal. There's nothing healthy about instant oatmeal. That is an extremely highly processed product. You might as well just be giving them another bag of sugar. And speaking of that, it was usually was like brown sugar flavored instant oatmeal cereal. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we're giving these people who they need nourishment, these uh, really cheap free foods. 
it's almost unbelievable just to think about it. It's just unbelievable because, you know, it, it's like <clears throat> who are behind these programs? Or surely there's not dietitians involved. I would, well, of course, there could be dietitians involved because I went, I'm not knocking, I'm not going to knock it. I went to school for dietetics and their food pyramid is not in your best interest. I'm, that's why I became an herbalist. They're teaching, was it, I think you had to have six servings of grains a day and, you know, uh, whole grains. And you can have some processed grains there because I guess the whole it's, grains balance it out. Still today, it, today is 50% of your grains should be whole. So 50% don't even have to be whole. So they're telling you to eat all these grains and half can be processed food. And they know this is the driver of our inflammation, of our diabetes, heart disease. Yeah, we have an obesity epidemic. We have a type 2 diabetes epidemic going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're just feeding. We're making more sick people. And that's that's a burden on the healthcare system, or is it? And so it's look, how much is it costing us? Oh, God, billions. Right. You know, the American Indians, same thing happened to the American Indians. They put the Indians on the reservations. They were really healthy people when they, when they were free because they ate off the land. They foraged. They hunted. They put these poor people on reservations. And then one day the government decides to step in and say, hey, we're going to give these Indians some subsidized foods. And what happened to them in a generation or less? They all became type 2 diabetics, heart disease, strokes, heart attacks. Obesity, extreme. Yes. I think I saw that. So it's the same um, tribe. It's like split. And so some are in Mexico. Is that correct? And some are in the U.S. And so genetic, I mean, genetically, they're the same. It was the same tribe. They just got separated. And it was just two generations later is extreme um, differences in their health. And it happens everywhere. There's everywhere there's a healthy population. Once they become westernized, mm-hmm. they go from health to like all the diseases that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like it's obvious. Right. <laughs> I mean right. Yeah, and I don't I'm not sure if cheese is subsidized. I know dairy is. Um I know there is a cheese board. And so this may be under a totally different topic, but I know that the the government works with companies to help with their marketing of cheese to get more and more cheese sold. And I, all I can think about is um, Dr. Schultz saying, you know, if you have a client who they can't make any dietary changes, if they can only do one thing, it has to be give up dairy. If they can only give up one thing, it has to be dairy. Dairy has to go. But in his mind, that was the absolute worst thing. And the more I study about that, the more, especially modern day dairy, um, is because we pasteurize it so we kill anything in it that's um would have any health beneficial effects anyway so it's full of hormones it's extremely high in saturated fats and then if we remove the fats it's too it's too concentrated in whey which is highly inflammatory and so we have to get rid of of things like that but we promote it we give it um out for free you know in the food banks we um, let people buy it with their food stamps and things like that. And then when we try to help get people to get off of it, it's highly addictive. It affects um, the same parts of the brain as 
uh, morphine. And so people, they can't get off the cheese. I know when I first told my husband I wanted to get rid of dairy, he was like threatened because it scared him to death to take away the cheese. And even in my own head, it was like, how do we give up cheese? Because we ate cheese three times a day. I didn't even know how to make a meal that didn't have cheese that wasn't like a fruit salad which sometimes there was even cheese on fruit salad. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a normal reaction to dairy. And the, but how do they sell it? They say, well, you need your calcium and dairy is the best form of calcium. And when you look at it, the body can't even absorb that calcium because it's so high in protein. It's so acidic. The body pulls calcium out of the bones to try to neutralize it. Yeah. So <laughs> you end up with a deficit of calcium yes. that you're getting. So you're taking in calcium, but then you're losing even more calcium. Yeah, it's crazy. And so it, it's making it affordable. The subsidies, it, it guarantees the farmer a certain price, um, no matter how it sells. So if it, they sell a lot of it, the farmer still gets to paid the same as if the demand is really low for it. And so it's supposed to help the farmers, but really the farmers are losing too, because there are times where they could have been making even more money, but it also limits farmers to what they can grow. So they're growing these huge fields of corn, which destroys the soil instead of the way old farms used to be, which were, you know, tons of different species, you know, and helping with insect management and pesticide management they didn't have to spray anything because when you have a large variety like that you're able to maintain um any infections and bugs and and things like that so now they're growing these monocrops that not only destroys the soil the microbiome they have to spray for fungus and insects and things like that and so then they're sprayed foods too which how much you know sometimes they do have organic processed foods, but most of them aren't organic either. So they're we're giving away these subsidies that are highly sprayed as well. We're giving people chemicals on top of their highly processed foods. Yeah, Roundup. And and, and let's not forget about GMOs. I, I think we've talked about yeah. GMOs before. Mm -hmm. And now they're making these farmers use GMO seeds. They're making them. They call right. them, what's it called? I think they're called like terminator seeds because GMO corn makes its own pesticide inside of the corn. Yeah, yeah, that's so scary. Yeah, and the other farmers can get sued if some of that comes up in their land. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's a seed, then other animals should be picking up the seed and taking it to other land. Yeah, so it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and so it's really promoting um, poor health and really affects people who can't, who don't, are under educated or don't have enough money. You know, the only people who really can afford to eat healthier and choose, make better choices are those who A, have been educated that they need to eat healthier and B, can afford to eat these healthier foods. Yeah, it's very, very sad. It's, it's, and it's also, it hurts the consumer. It also hurts the farmers. I mean, the farming practices are out of control. I mean, we need to bring back organic farming, but they're trying to push industrial farming more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And Bill Gates is even in on it now, trying to push more industrial farming. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's, the feed, it's to feed the world so we can grow enough food to, to feed everybody. But it's not yeah. what it's being used for. It's not promoting healthy people, for sure. No, no. 
Right. And there are some countries who have changed their subsidies. They started subsidizing healthier foods and oh. they've actually seen better results. I know oh. there was, um, uh, now I, I'll get my facts confused. I can't remember what country it was. Um, they started um, subsidizing fruits and vegetables. I want to say Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, and it's really improved their health in those two countries just by switching so that it costs more to eat the crappy foods um, than it does to eat the healthier foods. And so people are making the better choices and eating the healthier foods, which totally makes sense, which I know here in our country, they do offer like um, vouchers for produce in some places. Like if you go to a farmer's market, you can actually use food stamps to buy some of the produce um, which is interesting but even and I tell you people have to know a that they need to eat this way and b how to eat this way and unfortunately people don't know how to cook these days and um, you know they don't even know what to do with it and they don't even know they didn't know what a zucchini looks like you know this is a zucchini what do you do with this you know that kind of thing and so yeah. there's a huge education component that's missing um, and like at the food bank when we did have produce and fruit I mean, I had a, a person get angry at me for giving them so much fruit. They didn't want fruit. They <laughs> wanted the meat and the cheese. Wow. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're hungry, meat and cheese is going to fill you up. It's not going to yeah. be healthy. That's so, true. Know. That's true. I mean, it's, I guess a good question is how. Yeah. How do we get America to turn around and start offering fruits and vegetables on subsidy instead of all this other stuff? Mm -hmm. I mean, because, you know, go ahead. There's a whole thing. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Just, my, my mind just sparked. Yeah. There's so many different signs on this is to, totally off topic that keep pointing to we need to return back to our old ways. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are so many signs pointing to that, that we need to be like, I think we've gotten too worldly, but we need to be tuning in to what is local, eating locally, getting back to growing our own food and cooking our own food, learning, you know, what is this food, not spraying our foods, being in community with our neighbors. I mean, I've been living here over 10 years and I don't even know my neighbors. It's like, hello. I totally agree with you, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. We're way too fast paced these days. We're we don't have close, close relationships. You know, you don't know. I don't know my neighbors. Um, it is right there. Yeah, and I, I have friends that are old. I have friends in their 70s and 80s and they talk about the good old days. And they say, you know, it's not like it used to be. People used to be more friendly. There was more unity in the communities. People cared about each other more, you know, mm -hmm. now yeah. it's like we're isolated from each other. Right. And I know I, um, sorry, I didn't mean my phone to ding. Um, my grandma would say, you know, people would come over, you know, just in the middle of the day, somebody would come over and they'd sit down and talk. And it's like, oh my gosh, there are so many things that would be wrong with that. If someone came and knocked on my door to just talk right now, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it's really hurting all those because as well, you know, as well as I do, that having friends and having a social life is really, really, really important for health and longevity. Most of us are lonely, won't have anybody to talk to. And that is 
really bad on our health. Right, right. We need that sense of community and belonging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so back to the subsidized food. Um, I know Dr. Gregor talks about how, the, and I, I, I talk about this with my clients too, you know, when we're transitioning to trying to eat whole food plant-based, we have this sense of all meals need to be formed around meat. You know, growing up, I did too. You know, we had hot dogs and hamburgers. We never talked about the other stuff. Or we had meatloaf. Or my mother-in-law would always call and say, do you want to come over for a roast? No, I don't want to come over for a roast. Is you know, it's the other stuff. We don't think about the other stuff. And so when we are talking to someone about transitioning to eating healthier meals, they have to get their whole mind around this. You know, we're not centering meals around meat anymore, but meat is subsidized and the growing methods, the the food to feed the animals is subsidized. So it makes it so cheap to raise these animals to be slaughtered, which keeps the prices low. But if they didn't subsidize, I think I read somewhere it'd be something like $37 a pound for beef. And so people would not be buying beef. Well, hello, they don't need to be eating beef. You know, 50 years ago, people would have, you know, chicken on Sunday. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is maybe they'd have fish on Friday, but they didn't have meat three times a day. They didn't have meat every day. It was meat was an occasional food. And that's, you know, something else we need to go back to. We don't yes. need meat every day. Yes, exactly. Brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. Meat should be, uh, if you're going to eat it at all, it should be just a flavoring, you know, like a little smithering of it. Right. The Chinese, right. well, some of the Chinese eat that way, and they're a lot healthier than we are. Yeah, right. Yeah, in Asian um, countries, they meat is more of a condiment. It's not the meal is centered around that. Right. Um, so another thing I like to do is look at grocery carts. I don't do much grocery shopping. My husband does the grocery shopping. But, you know, when I am there and I'm looking at people's carts, I'm shocked at what's in their cart. And, you know, I look at it and I'm like, I can't believe people are feeding this to their kids, but it's all cheap. I mean, all the, they can get coupons. So then just buy one, get one free, but it's all, it's contains subsidized foods. You know, you look at boxes of sodas, all made with high fructose corn syrup. That's all subsidized. So cheap syrups, um, boxes of crackers and potato chips and box cereals all grown with subsidized foods and so I can see why they're buying it and when you see commercials for these things and this is what's offered in the schools uh, you know all the kids that's what everybody's eating so they think that this is a, a healthy choice hopefully people don't think that these sodas are a healthy choice but I don't know well you're right when they see it in the schools they see it in the supermarkets I mean it tends to have Form, they form opinions, well, this food must be healthy because the government cares about our health. And so they wouldn't feed us bad foods. They feed us foods to keep us healthy. But, right, right. But it's the opposite. And I don't. <clears throat> and, you know, they save up your dollars. But if you don't have a lot of dollars, can you really, you know. <laughs> or, right. Organic food is so high. You know, it should be the opposite, you know. It should be the opposite. Right. And why is it called organic? Why is it special? It should be the food. Uh, yeah. Your whole foods, your whole 
no chemical wanted food should be your food. Yeah. We should have to pay more for those that have the added chemicals and, and things like that. Yeah. The yeah, things so that have extra packaging. We should pay more for that. Yeah. That'd be the easiest way out of this problem we're having. Yeah. Make it would be easy bad. as far as health goes. It wouldn't be easy as far as the big companies go. Oh, yeah. I mean, I heard, I heard that, that I think it was New York or they were talking about adding an extra tax on junk food to make it more mm -hmm. expensive. I don't know if they implemented that or not, mm -hmm. but that's a good step in the right direction. Right. Well, I heard that that was going to penalize the poor. Oh, well, everything. <laughs> I mean, they're penalized, period. Right. I mean. Yeah, so if we if we make it harder for them to buy the junk food, then they have to buy the healthy food. Yeah. So then they're healthier. So then the medical costs go down. That's but, like me. Right. But there needs to be an education component in there too, you know, that so that they're not just buying different cheap foods. So they're buying healthier foods. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And I think we need to have programs in every city where you can go if you want to learn how to eat properly. I think that, well, you know, we all have um, <clears throat> community centers. I have a community center down the road here, and mm -hmm. that would be an ample opportunity to teach the community how to eat better. Right. I mean, we need programs in schools. I mean, look, we went to school. We went to nutrition. You know, we studied nutrition, and it wasn't teaching the right things either. And now the things we're teaching is mainstream. I mean, the plant-based right. diet is mainstream, mm -hmm. but there's still so many people who are not aware. So this information is not available, you know? Right, right. And think about it, if you're already poor, that's hard. But if you're poor and sick, then now you don't have an opportunity to better your position because if you're sick, you can't find better employment. You can't find better opportunities because you're trying to get better. Right. And they're feeding you stuff that's keeping you sick and you're not even aware of it. So. Right. Right. And when the doctors don't sell them to eat healthier. No. Yeah. Um, the doctors, doctors get their nutrition information in the same place as everyone else. They don't take nutrition classes. Um, and some, a lot of times, you know, as Dr. Greger says, they don't tell you to eat healthier because they don't think you're going to be willing to make a change. Well, that's, that's just a ridiculous attitude. You know, everybody deserves to hear it and then they decide what they're going to do with it, but not to tell somebody because they don't think they're going to do it. That's ridiculous. I tell everybody I work with what to do, mm -hmm. well, you know, and they decide what they want to do with it, but they deserve to know you know right right that's just yeah. being nice to your fellow man you know like i mean have right. some empathy you know right so there definitely needs to be some sort of change um it seems like our government is involved in so many different things right now they are subsidizing these unhealthy foods that make us sick and then they, they promote the medical establishment so we get pharmaceuticals yeah well, some people think it's a, a collaboration. They feed it people. It kind of sounds these, like it. Yeah, feed them bad foods that gonna, that make them sick. Then they have to go to the doctor and get a chem another chemical to <laughs> offset the symptoms. It's uh, right. yeah, vicious yeah. cycle that just keeps building bigger hospitals and 
funding the government and making sicker people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a conspiracy theorist either, but when we obvious. put it together like that, it's like, wait a minute. I well, can see know, where all this is coming from. Yes. Big agriculture and big pharmaceutical, they are some of the richest uh, right. organizations. And I mean, would it really be a conspiracy to think, hey, rich people get together and come up with new ways to stay rich and get richer? Of course not. That's what, that's what people that's do. That's what people do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, so. <laughs> I don't think that their intention is to make more people sick. No. It's just all a part of the money. The, yeah. I mean, some people like richer, you know, rich people, it's a game to them. Like, it's like a, a how much money can I make? How much more money can I make? You know, it's like a hobby. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they're not thinking, I don't think, I don't think they're thinking, yeah, let's make these people sick. No, they're thinking, I want to get richer. Right. So, right. How else can I get some more money in here? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Anyway, well, I think we definitely have covered this. I think it would be a really great idea for our government to look at subsidizing healthier foods, whole foods, not food for animal feed, but food for humans. Um, oh, that's where I was going to go with the whole thing. The industrial farms are supposed to be feeding the poor. But after how many years has it been? I mean, feeding the world. They're not feeding the world. The, the food is not getting where it's supposed to go as far as no. feeding people. And so that's where we need to make the changes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you have opinions about subsidized foods, please let us know your opinion. Let us know you're here. Let us know you're listening. And let us know what else you would like to hear us talk about. Thank you for joining us today.